life, our faith. The raw, the real, and the relatable. This is Be The Light Podcast with your host. I'm Marissa. And I'm Sierra. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Be The Light Pod. How are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Good, good. I'm excited to be back. Um, the weather's nice. Yes. It's getting, start, we're slowly getting into spring. Like, slowly getting there. It's, it's a slow process. You yep. know, we take a few steps forward, take a few steps back. <laughs> yes. It's like, that last night it was like 17 degrees, I think. Yeah. It's really cold. Jordan spent um, all weekend, like last weekend, cutting trees. Um, this weekend, burning trees. <laughs> like our fire pit out there is still kind of smoldering a mm-hmm. little bit. I smelled it when I came Because it was hot. I but I was literally just doing that a few weeks ago too, and oh, yeah. I find so much like serenity in that. Like it's hard work, y'all. Like I ain't even gonna lie, but like just I don't know, like getting out there and taking the yard and just cleaning it up and out with the old. And I don't know, I just I find it so. Well, I love spring because it's like it's like a resurrection. It is, of, like yeah. the dead comes to life. It and, really does. Um, just getting out there in nature is grounding i mean oh yeah i don't know how like i just walk outside like literally i don't know how many times i've heard this and i know it's so true because i do it but like if you're just in a bad mood and like you don't know why you're just in a negative headspace everybody's pissing you off or whatever take your shoes off and go walk outside in the grass barefooted for just a little Mm bit like just breathe in like three seconds and then breathe out three seconds and stand out there for like a solid five to ten minutes i promise you that negative energy will reabsorb back into the earth and you will be a complete different person like grounding is a real thing that's what boggles me about people who said like there's no creator like come on like go out in nature and just hang out for a minute like all the just beautiful details and designs like there's a i mean it makes sense that if if you need to like reset people go on and like camp mm-hmm. out and like turn their phones off and reconnect with nature and that's honestly my reset right there like yeah. that is i'm itching to go camping yes where's the farm <laughs> we need the farm we need the buffalo we need the, the mountains we need the beach we need it all like we just need to be outside like i'm itching for it yeah i'm counting down the days to this beach trip like, how many days do we have it's like a month like a away month. yeah the end of april come on yeah oh i was gonna say we may what we'll record maybe one more time and then are we gonna record at the beach yes we should i'm yeah. so excited because i think that would like line up perfectly with our schedule and not to mention like we had mentioned in the previous episode um that we have a potential opportunity to go through to talk with somebody about podcast podcasting and stuff, and, stuff. Yeah. and i just feel like like that's a great opportunity to kind of like Take the podcast there and, you know, bring yeah. you guys along with us yeah. on that journey. So, yeah, I definitely want to record at the beach. And the beach also is super cute. So, like, I want to. And we'll have a nice background. <laughs> yeah. And we're also <laughs> planning to vlog all of that stuff, too. And we're trying to get a little bit more YouTube content out there. So, if you guys want to go check that out, we would love that. Subscribe. If you guys have any tips on vlogs, please let us know. Do the because... things. Let us know what you want to see. Like, and we're, we've done one or doing one of, like, our setup process and just what it looks like to get this crazy ride that we're on. Um, we're going to do like any kind of like trips or things really that we do, I guess, together. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, I guess, vlog for you guys if you want to see that. If you don't, you could tell us to stop. That's fine too. 
I mean, if it's the Lord's will, we won't stop. But, right. I mean, we love your feedback for sure. Um, you mentioned trips that we have. Yes. We only mentioned the beach. What else do we have coming up? Well, something I just am so excited about is I we too. signed up for the LO Sister Conference, which yes. is Sadie Robertson's um, organization. And she does this every year and she always has amazing speakers and things like that. And there's actually like a podcasting breakout group that we signed up for so, i didn't know that i thought it was just like a conference right. and then you know you kind of go and then you come back the next day and you get, but there's because like in churches you know they, they say the main part of the churches is the fellowship like mm-hmm. the breakout so i feel like this opportunity is going to be really great to yep. learn from other speakers and podcasters we're going to get our um business cards together we're going to take all of our stuff down there have some content coming out of that that's in september but tell them about the uh, booth. Yes. So, well, actually, a lot of stuff is happening in September. I'm also <laughs> turning 26. Oh, hey. that's insane. Uh. I thought I was, like, still 20. <laughs> no, I'm 17. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, uh, in a few episodes ago, we shouted out Brewers Welding. Um, so, Tanner's been doing some welded furniture and stuff like that, custom welded furniture. Um, and we have a booth at the Eagleville Fall Festival this year. Um, that is September 23rd. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to be placed yet or any of those fine details, but we are going to have some furniture out there and some Be The Light merch out there. Um, I'm just really excited to connect with people. Like, Eagleville has been great to me, and, like, just the opportunities and the people I've met through there. I'm really excited to kind of take you guys along with us because I'm sure we're going to vlog, too. You're going to be there. Right? Yes, I I invited myself, and I'm coming. <laughs> well, yes, of course, I want you there, but... Um, also, I would love for you guys to stop by, um, come hang out. There's this really cool thing there that I seen when we was there, um, the last time and they, they bring this like machine on like this truck and they make this old ice cream Ooh. out of this like, like <laughs> chunky machine thing that like, I don't know it. I don't think it would even fit in this living room. Like it's such a big machine thing that huh. I don't know. It's like a belt and a thing, and like it's, it's somehow or another makes ice cream, <laughs> and it's really cool. So there's so many booths out there. Go support your local small businesses. Um, we also do have a few other small business shoutouts that we wanted to mention as well. Um, if you wanted to go into that, um, well, I was before we I was going to tie that into the giveaway that we we're planning oh, yeah. to do. Um, when you said be the light merch, we're We're doing a giveaway once we get to 100 followers on our Instagram page. We wanted to get Instagram and Facebook. Facebook got it, nailed it, past 100. But our Instagram needs some love, y'all. So go over there and follow. If you don't have an Instagram, make an account. Go follow us. (laughs) Kidding, kind of. Um, But so in the giveaway, we have a brand new Passion Bible. It's over there. I would show you. But it's brand new. Um, It's so we, I wanted to throw that in there because I think a lot of times people kind of are hesitant to get into the word and because they don't know, they can't understand it. They don't know mm-hmm. what it means. I get it. Like if you're reading a new King James or a King James, like that's why you can't understand it. <laughs> yep. So get, if they're, if you're reading the Bible and things aren't making sense, maybe try switch up your translation because it can really help give just like a different word or something that may be tripping you up so we're putting one of those in there we've got some little tabs that cute little tabs on the that you can put on the side of your bible you can put it in your new passion bible or in your old one or go get whatever kind you want they're great just to help you study whenever and you're not spending time just trying to find you can easily flip to wherever you need to go 
Um, and so we're also going to throw in a, a t-shirt from one of the small businesses that we wanted to shout out, which is, it's from Four Hearts Inspired Me Boutique. It's my sister-in-law, Alyssa's um, online boutique. If you were watching our YouTube several episodes ago, I had a t-shirt on that was said not perfect, just forgiven. And the T is like the nails and it forms across. Super cute. She has like the best, the comfiest shirts. Um, so we'll get with whoever wins on color and size. You can totally pick out all of that stuff. What else do we have in there? Um, there is a tumbler. Uh, and mind you, this is in a cute basket. So I'm a sucker for baskets. So um, there's too a, many baskets. There's a tumbler that's going to be in there or a water bottle. You know, same thing. Um, got some bubble bath salts. Got a faith keychain. Um, got a grateful sticker wherever you want to put it. Um, and, and one of my other friends has a small business that we wanted to shout out. Um, Rep and Co. Um, she makes like custom, like bows, bow ties, and hair things for like kids mostly. But she's also started making like head wraps for girls and scrunchies. Um, so she's agreed to like throw in like a matching something or other with the t-shirt. And if you're a dude and you win, um, she can also make like she's made me ser- several bandanas for my dogs, so we could throw in that. Or, you know, she made, like, actual ties and bow ties and stuff, and you can choose the print and all that good stuff. So, Rep & Co., R-E-P, which I'm assuming stands for her three kids. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I didn't even know that. That's cool. Yeah. Love it. So, so the giveaway, will we will announce it whenever we hit 100 followers on Instagram, which we're at, like, 80 the last time I checked. Right. So, it's, it'll happen soon. We just, we got to get there. So, if you haven't went over there... Go follow us, please. And tag your friends. Tell them to follow. That way you can get entered into the drawing. Yes. Um, Also, we were talking about trips, but we did not mention this one. And we've been talking about this for the last year. So for it to not come about was kind of crazy. But we have to get passports. Because why? Because we are planning to go to Israel. Israel. I am so excited. I've never been out of the country. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I'm nervous. <laughs> well, and our like our church group is planning to go as a group, so we'll have people with us. Like we're being, we'll be safe. But and still, we have, like I'm the nervous. Lord with us. Like, but still, like pray, just pray for that to come to fruition because yeah. we're still in the planning. Yeah, planning the details and all that. If anyone's ever been to Israel and knows like a travel agency or anything, just on like booking hotels and tours and all the things over there. Um, Obviously, it's a little bit different. So, any kind of, like, advice or whatever, I'm so excited. Like, I can't even, like, when I think about it, I get, I get overwhelmed and, like, chills just to, because I've talked to a lady who's been, and she's like, you can, like, go into, like, the Sea of Galilee. You can stand on the hill where Jesus, like, gave his sermons, like, walk through the garden of Gethsemane, and, like, all these things we read about that just seems so far off, we could be there. I know. That's crazy that you say that you talked to this lady. So before this opportunity came to me, I had talked to this lady at Coach T's, and she was telling me how she had the opportunity to go years and years ago. And so she was like, she told her husband, I'm going, and he was not a believer. Mm. And 
it was like three days before and he was like, well, if you're set on going, then I'm going because I don't want you going that far by yourself, right. you know? And on day two, he became a believer. How could you not? Like, I don't know. Can you? So when I like am in church and we're worshiping and I feel the spirit, you know, I just can't even imagine what that would, that's going to feel like with your feet like we're talking about grounding 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 in the whole like the The holy yeah (laughs) that's insane come on but i'm not gonna lie guys i'm not gonna lie at all like when i think about it i get excited but i also have like a lot of like negative emotions around the fact and this is solely because i'm such a home body and like i get really homesick and like if i stay anywhere new i sleep with one eye open like I'm really weird about stuff like that. Like when we bought our house for the first like week or so, I would wake up when the dishwasher would make a noise or what was that? Or what was this? Or what was until I got like comfortable? I don't know. So if you guys have been like, I want to hear your stories because it helps me and just also pray for me because like I want to, I, I, I'm going regardless, but pray over us and the church and the the process and just for the Lord's will to be done. But that's awesome. Like I just think about, the opportunity this podcast has brought, like just to think to go into another country and to drop a few business cards and, and to not even <laughs> yeah, yeah, that and to just learn about the different culture mm-hmm. and stuff. Like we, we think we know based on what the news tells us or what, you know, school has told us or what this or that, you know, but like you don't know until you really go out there and experience the culture. Well, and I, it's like you said about that, that's like how it is with, you know, the Bible and, and loving Jesus like we can tell you over and over and you can read over and over but until you experience it yourself it's not you're not gonna get it so but okay so let me ask you this I feel like a lot of people can shut off the potential of being able to experience the truth in the Bible because they have this negative annotation I don't know if that's the right word but a lot, I hear a lot of people say you know well the Bible's man-made so I can't really believe it you know but like that, I feel like you instantly, if you shut, you shut that, you shut that mm-hmm. communication even off because you literally spoke this out of your mouth. But like where I'm confused at is if that's the case, okay, I understand what you're saying. You know, things can be, I mean, just like the game telephone, like it can be mm-hmm. misconstrued later on down the, down the road. But like, what about all the other books that we read and all the other things, you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like books and schools and yeah. stuff like that. Well, so I actually wanted to make this point a few episodes ago, but it was one of the times where I bunny, like, my brain was like, oh, it's gone. Okay. So, yeah, people who, like, disregard the Bible as truth or that it's just a bunch of stories or, um, like, read it. Have you ever read it? Like, it's so absolutely relevant to today. And it's like, it's not called the living word for no reason. You can read something today and it mean one thing to you and then you read something again 20 years later and it applies completely differently. And it's man-made, but it's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And there is so much um, just like evidence that backs it up. And if somebody was going to debunk it, don't you think by now it would have been debunked? Right. Like, so one of the... (laughs) more recent thing let me see if I can find it that kind of just opened my eyes to like the legitimacy of the bible was let me look I know it's in Zechariah because I just looked it up the other day because I wanted to make this point 
Um, where's my Bible tabs? This. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is that? Um, if you want to talk a little bit, let me. Um, but it this one little bit just opened my. I was like, wow, this is like like real stuff. Okay, where is it? It's one in. Well, That's while she's looking for that, um, don't forget to email in at be the light pod at gmail.com. Um, we've gotten a few emails so far, and it's literally like Christmas morning when I hear that noise. And I see like, oh, we have an email on our email. Um, I love to hear your feedback. Love to hear any issues, concerns, comments. Just love to hear the love, you know. Um, and we appreciate you guys sharing our episodes on the social platforms. Um we appreciate all the support so okay i'm getting there oh perfect okay here we go so y'all check this out <laughs> i just learned this like in a mo- one of the most recent bible studies but this is zechariah 13 um verse 8 and this is the scattering of the sheep um and in verse 8 it says two-thirds of the people in the land will be cut will be cut off and die says the lord but one third will be left in the land and this is um talking about the scattering of the jews so what do you think that's referring to two thirds will be cut off and die and only a third will be left in the land holocaust that's what i was thinking hello so this book zachariah this is a prophecy okay written let's see if it talks to me 480 years before Christ. So that's 480 years before Jesus. Which We're is how long before the Holocaust? 2,023 years from right now. Right. The Holocaust was what, in the 20s or 30s? So ni- nearly 2,000 years after. after. So this is prophesied 3,000 years before that came through. Get out of here. Like, what else? What else do you need? Right. Honestly, all it takes is you diving into it and really diving into it with an open mind. And it all just starts connecting and making sense. And we talk about these like full circle. I was just about to say full circle all the time. It's insane. It's overwhelming. It's in a good way. Like it's just like wow. And you just start connecting things, and there are things to just start making sense, and it's beautiful. It is. And honestly, that's what, I'm such a nerd when it comes to stuff like that. And if something over here makes sense and something over here makes sense and I just, I got to piece it together. I got to mm-hmm. figure out the in-between. It, got, it has to make sense. And if it doesn't make sense, I got to figure out why. So I'm going to do my research over here. I'm literally like, so I started kind of reading um, the book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm just like. I'll have this thought of like, oh, what was it like back then? He said this. Now I'll go Google and then which I'm is on a, a book, bunny trail. Which is a book that's not in the Bible. The like as accepted 66 books. But it was it a is. book of the Bible at one point. Or it was a book written by a man that was in the same times. Like he's Enoch is mentioned in the Bible. It but it just, wasn't a part of the actual Bible well, and was, taken out? It didn't serve relevance to the point oh. of what the bible and uh, to my understanding you don't have to ask somebody who knows more yeah. about that stuff but i it's i just want to say don't go looking for it in your yeah in your new king James, yeah no. it's not there <laughs> yeah no i had to buy it from amazon for sure okay uh we're gonna take a break we'll be right back and we're back from the break nice okay so i had a discussion with some more coach t girls which okay so 
I'm honestly feeling like I was placed there for a reason. And hear me out. One, because I always said I thought it'd be cool to bartend and I'm doing it now, which is cool. But not only that, because I feel like the last time I was serving was, I was about the same age as usually the most of the girls that I'm with at work right now. Mm -hmm. And they're anywhere between 17 and 20. Mm -hmm. None of them are 21. Okay. Another bartender's 21, but it's me and her that are the oldest. Um, Everybody else is really young. And I feel like this is not to toot my own horn by any means because I never thought I would be in a position where I am right now. But I feel like I am the person that I needed when I was that age. Now, granted, some of those girls aren't doing half the stuff I was doing. But that guidance and that experience and that love and that I I needed that when I was serving and in that environment. So Mm -hmm. I feel like God has placed me in this environment for a reason because of the conversations I continue to have with these girls, whether it's about what they want to do in their life or, or business or school or relationships or just anything, you know, the conversations I have, it's like, I, I have that fulfillment that I'm in the right place. So that, um, just made me think of, I think it might've been the last episode we recorded or it might've been before the break, but we were talking about, no, it was the last episode talking about the guy from the podcast who was like, yeah, I'm a big motivational speaker now, but I was like in the streets. Like he wouldn't be able to motivate, motivationally speak if he hadn't been through some stuff, you yeah. know? So we, everything we go through, God is equipping us and building these tools in our tool belt so that we can glorify him later on. Right. Like you just said, like you were a server when you were their age. You know what they're going through. You've lived through it, and now you can speak into them. And that's kind of like um, other episode, long episodes ago when I was saying, like, I went, I did all these things playing soccer and then going to college and taking all these classes, and it wasn't, like, t- working out to be anything until now we're doing this podcast and I have all these tools that the Lord has equipped me for. And so, that's because he sees us as the whole Right, and, and we have to go through. When we were talking about the lady who was a divorced, like she has now had all that experience that she was able to send in that email that we were able to read and then possibly help somebody else. Right. It's amazing. That is how God works through our failures. Yes. And our shortcomings. He yes. uses every single bit of that. Yes. And so I just wanted to point that out. I, I noticed it in the shower and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, because like just... When I was serving, like, at Toots in the beer house and um, Buffalo Wild Wings, you know, like, I mean, we worked together, Mm -hmm. you know, like, she knows. Did we think one second back then that this is what we were doing? Heck no. I'm going to be honest, y'all. No. No. That was an interesting time. I was, we were rooming with Jordan's parents' neighbors at that time. I remember that. Wow. We've come and a long way. <laughs> I know. And I just remember, like, the immaturity I was, like, and just, and, and the older girls that I served with, like, they didn't have, like, I don't know. They just, I guess they didn't have the servant heart that we have now, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just, okay. That's not any, that, I'm not, I'm not condemning them or anything like that. But, like, to be in a position of now I'm the age that they were and I'm literally, like, the roles are reversed and I'm given the opportunity to, not only like to speak life into these young girls so they don't go down the path that I went down. You know, like that's where I'm feeling fortunate in this position 
um, being around these young girls. Because sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, they got so much drama. And I'll go home to town. I'm like, okay, now, so and so stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, I've learned all the Eagleville drama, <laughs> you know. But just being able to speak life and into them and, and to encourage them, whether it be starting their own business or not even going to college. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm that's not your goal, then I'm not going to, I'm going to encourage you to do whatever it is you want to do, you know, and I've just found so much joy in being able to talk to them. But in doing so, we had a conversation come up and she had asked me about my relationship with Tan and how I handled it because we were on opposite ends of the spectrum with our faith. Now, when we first got together, I was nowhere near like I am now, but I did have, um, I, I didn't know God and I knew about Jesus and I knew I had faith and stuff like that, but I I'm, ha, didn't dive into this ministry and really just growing into my faith like I have until now. Um, but being from opposite ends of the spectrum can be hard because, you know, this, that this person can say they are a believer or whatever, but y'all's faith can be completely different. And I'm just going to, put it out there when we first got together he had told me that he didn't like bible thumpers and at this point i wasn't reading the bible i wasn't going to church i wanted to find another church but i wasn't but i was i started praying every night and i started just diving deeper into my relationship with the lord you know and um and so her question to me was my boyfriend's kind of the same as tanner was how can i help him or how did you help tanner And I told her, like, in all honesty, like, there wasn't anything that I personally did other than continue to dive into my relationship with the Lord for me and to continue to show Tan the love and grace that he deserves and needs. And um, what it boiled down to is when he said, you know, I don't really like Bible thumpers, I started to kind of dissect that because he's not the only person that's ever said that to me. And what it, what I took from it and what the Lord revealed to me is it's not really the fact of people reading the Bible or anything like that. It's, it's the hypocrisy in the church and somebody wanting to throw a Bible at your head when you did something wrong and say, you're going to hell and you know, you're screwed type of thing when they're judging me and they're just going to hell too for judging me. You know what I'm saying? So it was that hypocrisy thing that a lot of churches really, I would say a lot of the religion aspect has really like pushed. And so for me, it was just really showing them the truth and the and the love. Because at the end of the day, it's not about religion. It's about the relationship with Jesus. And as long as you're diving into your, your own faith and, and being that example, and your your life is going to flourish. And people are going to, they're, they're going to smell that aroma from you. And they're going to see that light from you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to radiate. And people are going to be transformed because of you. But there's not anything that you have to say to them or particularly do it's just live your life and and try to be better than you were yesterday and and to give yourself the same grace that you and give other people the same grace that you expect to give and to have you know um and so I thought that was a really good conversation to bring about on here because a lot of times I don't even realize like my influence on other people until they do something and I'm like huh I'm seeing them dive deeper into themselves now, you know, and it's like, that feels good, you know, because the Lord's really doing work because a lot of times I feel like I'm not doing enough, but it's, and I only feel like that because I'm a control freak because at the end of the day, it's not even about me. It's about what the Lord's doing through me. Mm -hmm. And we just have to be that example and to always show that love no matter what, like no matter if it's an addict, no matter if an addict relapsed, no matter if it's 
somebody, you know, like they go, they, they get back. I don't know, you know, just whatever it is, like we just have to always show them that love, that grace and that mercy every day. And through that is when they, I feel like they really learn who Jesus is. Amen, sister. Yeah. I don't have much to add. (laughs) You nailed it. But I will add this. I was looking for a verse while you were, um, and this is, context is a little bit different, but it's in 1 Corinthians uh, 7. Yes. Um, Verse 16. And it says, and wives, for all you know, you could one day lead your husband to salvation. Mm. And I love that one. The context here is... um, talking about marriage and divorce and um i think in that point he was talking about a wife who may have been married to a non-believer and and it's it's saying like your life could be what saves your husband you know what brings him to the lord and it's like you said it's just living by example letting your life be the light to where your significant other your boyfriend whatever looks at you when you're facing struggles or um and how you handle it, and then the outcome, the favor that comes with all of that. Because there is, a, like, Jordan talks about his dad all the time. He's like, man, he just has favor of the Lord. Like, mm-hmm. this, look at the servant that he is, you know? Right. Um, well, that's like going back to that. And it's, and it's his example. Like, when things just work for him, it's just, like, so obvious that it's God. And it's like that is what people see in him that make them want to hear what he has to say you know and no he definitely has like a a radiating spirit around him like honestly when i met him for the first time like i love this man it's a light yeah it is well that's also like the conversation we had in last week's episode when i was talking about the lady that went to or was it this week i don't know she went to israel and let's not try to keep up (laughs) (laughs) she went to israel and she and her husband decided to go Mm -hmm. because it was so far away and he became a believer you know or what is it miss k and phil is that Mm -hmm. who she's married to she was a believer and he wasn't for so long and just because of her faith after so long and everything like he came you know and i just feel like it's not a mission to uh, well, how am I how am I trying to say this come on Holy Spirit because I want to make sure I say it right. I think it's not a it's not a mission to like to say it's not like I said I, I think I texted this earlier it's not our job to bring the salvation right it's just our job to plant the seed and yes. all and that seed comes from our life and just the wisdom that comes out of us when when things are going on and we have to be conscious around who's around us in those times when we're handling things because it also says it would be worse than what is it tying a rock around your ankle and casting it into the ocean or something than to let one of these little ones Lead stumble astray, yeah um and little ones meaning people who are spiritually immature yeah young in their in their faith and so it, he's he's we're saying like people's when we shout jesus People's eyes are on us at that point. Like mm-hmm. they, people want, like people like, they like Jesus. It's the people that have, have made it a problem. Right. Um, and so whenever we're out, like we're doing on this podcast, people are watching us like, and they're going to watch how we handle things. And right. And you have to, For sure. and if you have it in your heart, it just naturally comes out. Right. At the end of the day, I have to remind myself that I'm, I'm just a vessel. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's not my job to figure it out and to how, how am I going to bring them to salvation today? Like how, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's my job to just continuously be that love, no mm-hmm. matter what. 
No matter, they, they could piss me off that day. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Tomorrow, I have to show them that grace because mm-hmm. Jesus showed me that grace. And if I don't, then who am I to be the, the vessel that he want, He called me to be, you know? And so I feel like just showing somebody, we're going to take a break. Sorry about that. <laughs> so basically what I was talking about, y'all, is just um, if you're in that position where, you know, your faith might not be as strong as somebody else's, you know, it can, it can be easy to be like, well, I'm reading this Bible and this is what I'm doing to get through my struggles and this is how I handle it. So you do this too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do that. But if somebody's not there, then they're just not there. And the best advice I have to to give is just, like I said, to show that grace and love to everyone. Like, they deserve that too when they mess up, just like you do. I mean, Jesus shows that to you, and so we're obligated to show that to everybody, even the people that aren't where we are in our faith walk or anything like that, because that right there is what's going to bring them to Jesus because we're the only vessel of Jesus on this earth that people are going to see. And so we have to be the best imitators. Now, granted, I feel like in, in the religion world, they expect because we are in this position, you know, we're to be perfect. We're to do this. We're to do that, you know, but at the end of the day, we're not, we can't, we're not, and it's just not going to happen, which is why Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And so every day we just have to show grace and mercy to ourselves and to, to everybody around us. Amen. Speaking of that, well, not really speaking of that. So I had a situation that happened and this kind of blew my mind. So I have a challenge for you guys. Um, we're fixing to wrap up this episode, but I want to tell you all this story that happened to me at Coach T's. Okay. So it was, I don't remember. Okay. My days are running together. I I do good to remember the month. Um, but this little girl, I had just got out of the bathroom. I was fixing my hair and this little girl had just walked out of the stall too. And she was washing her hands. And I just, I noticed her body language was kind of bent over and she kept glaring at me in the mirror, you know, and I, I would glance back at her whatever. And I didn't really have nothing to say, but she did. And she, all she looked up at me and said was, I think you're really pretty. And, like, literally something on the inside of me just kind of lit up. And I instantly was like, I think you're beautiful, too. And her body language completely changed. Like, she was hunched over the sink. And now she's, like, standing up, like, looking in the mirror, washing her hands. Like, complete different body language. Like, we obviously can tell body language. And I shifted her body language. And I feel like she was battling this, this battle on the inside to feel like, should I tell her or not, you know? And it really, like, made me feel good about myself, too. And so it dawned on me that we're, I mean, we're at an age of 25, 26, you know, and there's people that are in their 40s and 50s that look at us and that, and they're like, dang, I used to look like that or, you know, like, and and have that negative aspect of themselves. And then there's these younger girls that live in such, I'm not even going to lie, y'all, I thought it was hard for us growing up, like, these kids now, like with the social platforms that there's out there, these girls need life spoken into them, you know? And so it dawned on me to do a challenge and I was going to start, I'm going to start telling a person older than me that I think they're beautiful and a person younger than me that I think they're beautiful. Cause I think it's important because older people look at us and wish that they still looked like this, you know? And as we grow, I'm sure we're going to do the same thing. And younger girls look at us for guidance. And I think it's important to 
to be the middle of the two. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to do a challenge. It doesn't you don't have to tell somebody they're beautiful or whatever, but tell someone older and and someone younger than you something good about that I like your jacket or that's a nice smile you're wearing today or you know just something something short and sweet and just watch not only how their body language changes, but watch how it changes your body language too, because it will. And it's kind of crazy. But I just thought it was so cool because she was every bit of probably 10 or 11 years old. And the, like just the way she was hunched over the sink, washing her hands and she just kept glancing. And then she said it and my response like perked her up. It just made me feel good. It made me realize like we need to start giving more compliments out there in this world because we don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. We don't. You, so. And you never know like, um, what people are going through and how your one act of kindness can change Yeah, their, for sure. their entire day. And you don't even realize, like, even you being younger, just speaking life into an older person, like, you don't know how much that's going to help them, too, you know? Because um, a lot of times people feel like, you know, when it comes to their elders, they don't really want to speak to them or they, they can't speak on something because they don't have the experience or whatever. But you can always speak life and encourage somebody younger or older. So I feel like I'm going to challenge y'all once a day, twice a day, whatever, once or twice a week, give somebody older and give somebody younger some kind of compliment or positive encouragement in general and just watch how much that's going to change not only their life but your life. Love it. Let's do it. I have one more thing that I wanted to share also. Um, on Friday, we, Jordan and I, were we went truck shopping. Um, that's a whole nother can of worms <laughs> that maybe we can get into next time when maybe there's some, like, progress there or whatever. But Friday, I heard Christian music playing, like, overhead at two different public places, which I thought was amazing. One at the truck dealership, like in the bathrooms, which, cool. Um, and then one at one of my stops at one of the gas stations. That's pretty cool. And, like, I know we've talked on here a lot about how we can just feel the hunger and the shift. And, like, people are, like, kind of desperate and wanting the truth. They want they want Jesus, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And, and I just keep seeing more and more, more proof that it's getting, it's, it's getting close. It is. It is for sure. 100%. That's good. That's good. You got anything else? Um, I don't think so. I wanted to leave off with this because this was something that really stood out to me in my notes. I haven't really read off my notes at all um, this episode, but I wrote, Nothing is inconsequential. Every predicament is an opportunity for divine intervention and continued celebration. And I just kind of really needed that to... To remind myself of times, even even through struggles, like you get you have you get blessings through the struggles too. Like mm-hmm. there's so much opportunity and 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 good that comes through the struggles. And a lot of times we we wish them away and we you know just wish for the blessing aspect, but like we don't realize what the struggle has for us in that time mm-hmm. because there's so much growth and opportunity in that. So, well. So I have been reading this book, 12 Extraordinary Women by John MacArthur. Um, And I'm only a little bit through, but so far I've read about Eve and Sarah, um, who Sarah was the wife of Abraham, who got, had a baby, got pregnant at like 90 something Mm. years old, but she had always wanted a child and just her story about her 
faith for that long in God's plan, you know? I need to read that. It's so good. This book is so good. There's also, the same author has 12 Ordinary Men, which, about the 12 Disciples, which came out first, so I'm out of order, but I'm going to read that one also. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I guess that's all. We'll see you next week. Love, Love ya. ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Be The Light Podcast. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram. Email us at bethelightpod at gmail.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Turn on your notifications. Like, share, comment, all the things. You can find all of our links in our link tree in the description below. We love you. Bye. Bye.